from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Get nasty and touch your body. Get nasty and tell your friends. Get nasty, but don't tell your mama. Ron Burgundy is one bad man. Who? Ha! Ron Burgundy podcast. Oh, yes. Oh, I wake up to that song every morning, and it really gives me a jolt. Hello, this is Ron Burgundy, and welcome once again to the Ron Burgundy Podcast. Carolina, how are you doing today? Um, I'm good, Ron. Thanks for asking. Are you, are you just good or great? I'm good. Why not great? Because I'm great. Guess what I did yesterday? I don't know. What did you do? I got my back waxed. Now, what would you say a typical waxing would cost? What I mean, you, you should know, right? I don't. Um, Being a lady and all. Okay. Well, I guess if you go to a decent spot, yeah. it will cost you anywhere, hmm. I'm guessing, yeah, from, ballpark. Uh, 75 to $100. Bingo! I got my waxing done for $4. My entire back. Oh, really? For four measly bucks. Okay. Oh, you know what? That makes sense. Um, because you're bleeding a little bit through the back of your shirt. That means it was a good waxing. They got the entire hair follicle. If you say so. I know so. Ron, is, how long has it been bleeding? It's been bleeding all night long. Okay, you shouldn't go cheap on waxing. I had to throw my sheets out of my bed. Oh my God. Yeah. 
But listen, don't lecture me on my body. It's my body. I know, but if you can afford a healthier and safe waxing salon, then... For your information, this wasn't a salon. It was an auto-collision repair shop slash bird breeder. So there. Now, where was I? Oh, right. One of the great things about this podcast, which sets it apart from three or four other podcasts out there... On this show, it's a chance for two American icons to chat one-on-one with each other candidly. I didn't know you thought of me as an American icon. No, hold on. I'm not done. To call my next guest an American icon would actually be an understatement. She began her show business career when she was only 11 months old as a model for ivory soap. Can you imagine that? 11 months old. It's amazing. It's incredible. This blatant disregard for child labor laws catapulted her into stardom. At 12, she starred in the breakout film Pretty Baby, directed by Louis Malley. Oh, Ron, it's actually Louis Mal. You're mispronouncing it. Are you sure? Oh, because look yeah. at this. That reads, if you look there, that reads Louis Malley to me. How, how would you pronounce this? I, I'm actually, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. Louis Mal. He's an acclaimed French filmmaker, actually. Is he? Well, did he direct any of the Cannonball Run movies? No, but I can fact check that. See if Louis Malley directed any Cannonball Run movies. Can you do that, Carolina? Yeah. Okay, I'm in the middle of my guest introduction. I know. It's supposed to be a big build-up to a discussion between two American icons, and you've you've really disrupted the flow. So can I finish this? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. She was the youngest fashion model to ever appear on the cover of Vogue. A regular at famed New York discotheque, Studio 54, and then for some crazy reason, she decided to leave all that fun and excitement of modeling and starring in movies to attend Princeton University. Wow. Is this a typo? Is this real? No, no, that's that's true. This is not a move I would have made. No way. Well, we'll have to talk about that. Anyway, she's an absolute legend. You know her from everything from the Blue Lagoon to Suddenly Susan. It is my extreme honor to welcome to the Ron Burgundy podcast, the iconic Brooke Shields. But first, let's take a commercial break. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we are back, Ron Burgundy Podcast. Uh, as I mentioned before, what an exciting episode. We are with an icon, Brooke Shields. Brooke, how are you today? Thanks for joining uh, us. Oh, I'm fine. Thank you so much for inviting me. Brooke, I'm, I'm sorry if you'll hold on for a second. I need to do a live commercial read. Uh, I know you, okay. you just got on the phone, but uh, I just have to kind of take care of business here. Squatty Potty. It's that little stool you put in your bathroom to make sure you're using the toilet correctly when you're doing a number two. Okay. You know what, Caroline? I don't want to have to read this ad right now, not with Brooke Shields online. Can we, can we just do this later? Absolutely could have read it later. Um, that well, was a decision you just made on your own. What's done is done. Uh, Brooke yeah. Shields, let me just ask you this about your name, Brooke. Is it short for Brookline, Massachusetts? It's actually not, but... Um... My mom, uh, she liked to photograph, and the photographer was named Christian Brooks, I think, and so she liked the name Brooke, and she... So you're not... Yeah. Let's put this to rest. You're not from Brookline, Massachusetts. Um, I'm not. I'm from... Where were you born? Born and raised in Manhattan. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, then who am I thinking was born in Brookline, Massachusetts? That's an American icon. Um, Oh, I... You know who I'm thinking of? It's Who? it's Michael Dukakis. Never mind. Oh, yes. you know, I went to school with uh, Andrea, his daughter. Oh, my gosh. Were you so nervous around Andrea all the time because her father was Michael Dukakis, an American icon? You know what? She's really, really bright. And so her oh, whole I'm sure. family is really bright. I'm sure. I, As a point, I try to not hang out with people who are smarter than me because I get sweaty palms. and uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it can be intimidating. It's formidable. It's more formidable. It is formidable. formidable. It's a good word. If you use that word with smart people, I think. Well, thank would... you. See, Carolina, I am. Like Brooke thinks I'm See? smart. Ron wrote formidable down on a pad and has been waiting to use it all day. Good. It's the word a day. I, maybe you should do a word every day. I wrote formidable. And then right next, the word I'm going to use tomorrow is coccyx, uh-huh. which is the, the medical term for your tailbone. That would be more appropriate for the potty day. That's true. Brooke, you've had such an impressive career. 
and you truly are an American icon, and it feels like it's impossible that we'll have time to cover everything. So forgive me if I ask you about some of the things you've talked about a zillion times before, okay? I think people will kill me if I am interviewing Brooke Shields and I didn't ask you about the big stuff. So let's get right into it, all right? Tell me about your 2013 guest appearance on the ABC sitcom Super Fun Night. Uh, well, I... I'm sure that's the first thing people come up to you and they say Super Fun Night. I can't go through a week without, without people being, mentioning uh, yeah. it's it's become yeah. a cult. <laughs> uh, Brooke, I want to talk about modeling. Um, okay, I think there's a huge misconception that you know modeling is easy, but I know from experience it's actually very hard work. And mm-hmm. you started so young. Do you remember your first big modeling gig where where you really felt like, whoa, I am a model? Um, I remember getting a cover try oh um, a cover try for, yes yes yeah, 17 magazine and that i was so excited about it and i didn't get it <laughs> and it was crushing it was crushing to me yes and within the next year or so i then finally got the cover and i remember thinking oh i'm i'm a I'm the real deal. You felt because you know, I've been were, doing catalogs. It was my first sort of major. You were part cover. of the club. You were. You would. I was. Made I was it invited the to the party. <laughs> I'll tell you the the first time I felt like a model of, and of course mm-hmm. I've been I've been doing some male modeling over the years, but the first big one for me had to be in 1975, and mm-hmm. I did a print campaign for Virginia Slims, uh, the cigarettes. Oh. Yes. Uh huh. And I'm sure you're wondering. Excuse me, Ron Burgundy was an. In an advertisement for Lady Cigarettes? Yes, I was. But you, know, you were ahead of your time. I, I mean, was ahead of my time. I loved the product, too. They were sexy. Definitely a, a, a sexy approach. So it seems very appropriate. You know what? I really appreciate that because <laughs> I used to walk around and smoke, you know, the small, thin, little Virginia Slims, and people would give me mm-hmm. a lot of flack. But I don't necessarily need, a, a, or, or needed back then, a full cigarette. And Clearly I, comfortable in your masculinity. Well, that's that's exactly right, and thank you for for recognizing that. And I also, I, I mean, I felt a responsibility to do it as a journalist. So I ask you, Brooke, are you comfortable with your femininity? Femininity? How do you say it? You got it. Fem, femininity. Um, I have become much more so since since having children. Actually, I oh, think because okay. prior to kids, right. I think just anything, femininity was also synonymous with um, beauty to me. And for a long time, I sort of didn't want to pay attention to the physical, to anything external, anything sort of, and part of being feminine was an external sort of expression of all that. And it wasn't until, I mean, really until I got pregnant and I started feeling that sense of of female i don't know power and and then the femininity sort of grew out of that because i used to think oh i had to be the strong tough one so i was always you know the femininity was always also synonymous with frail and petite and dainty and waif-like and i've never been those things (laughs) wearing white lace gloves and carrying a parasol out in the summertime Yes. Absolutely. And so that was, it took me a while to sort of appreciate how badass femininity can be. 
you're not going to get an argument from me. I mean, you know, some say that I exude toxic amounts of masculinity, but I also have a feminine side, and I think every man does, and, and they shouldn't be afraid to embrace it. Do you agree? I totally agree. In fact, I think it just highlights the the masculinity in the right way. I mm-hmm. think when they work in conjunction with each other, I think that's the sexiest. Wow. Mm. I've started wearing lipstick once a week mm. just to try it out. Mm-hmm. You carry yourself then totally differently. You totally do. You stand a little taller. Mm-hmm. Um, people will I'm offer doing me a, um... a seat on the city bus. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You chose a different side to people. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted you. Um, yes. No, no. I'm yeah, doing I, I try not television. to do that again, please. <laughs> I won't. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing a show called uh, a pilot. We're doing a pilot called Glamorous, and it's all about the makeup world, and it's all about what we were talking about—the sort of masculine, feminine, mm-hmm. and this celebration and kind of embracing it. And it's so refreshing. So this is full circle. This is full circle mm-hmm. here. Yep. We have, to, uh, we have to talk about your classic Calvin Klein jeans commercials. I mean, they are, let's face it, they are part of American pop cultural history. And I mean, how, how many years later? And we're still talking about them, uh, specifically well, because I'm bringing them up. And, okay. But you said, and I quote, unless you want to say it, um, you said, you want to know what comes between me and my Calvins? And then you took a pause and said nothing. Mm. And my question is, what did you mean by that? Well, first of all, you are one of the first people to properly quote it. What do people usually say? Because they have always said, nothing comes between me and my Calvins. Now, I'm sure I was probably really naive at that age anyway, but the idea of the whole series of commercials was that each sentence each saying had a double meaning to it so there was this hoopla about it and they pulled the commercial because they said it meant i wasn't wearing any underwear or they started playing with the spelling get your mind out of the gutter people word yeah yes so it was i thought it was pathetic and yet the controversy surrounding it and the novelty of their approach in advertising is why when the new Um, creative director, Raph Simmons, who's now left. But when he came on, he brought back the image Mm -hmm. that was used in in those ads. Because it became like this pop pop icon-y, like you said, the iconography of it was brought sort of into the hip-hop world. Yeah, I have a a t-shirt with uh, your image on it. It's kind of cool. I mean, I had to buy mine. I had to buy buy mine too. Yeah, it wasn't cheap. I was like, can't you guys give me one? Wow, you had <laughs> to like, buy your own T-shirt of yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much was it? North of 50? Like, well, yeah, like 120 or something like that. 120 for a T-shirt. Definitely not. That's a rip, right? You know that nothing's free. Well, you just can't ever wear it or wash it. I know, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. What, did anyone ever try to steal your Calvin Klein jeans? No, um, but I just found the original pairs i had three of them my mom kept everything and i recently was going through a warehouse of stuff literally and she had this whole calvin section i've I've (laughs) kept every single mustache comb i've ever owned just in case just in case 
Yeah. Or some of them really pretty? Like, that might be really pretty. Some of them are bejeweled. Some of them are... Oh. Uh, sadly, I have to admit, some are, a lot of them are made of ivory. I've contributed to the oh, ivory. so awful. Ivory trade. Uh, yeah. That's not... Maybe it wasn't endangered then. Maybe it wasn't. Let's just say that. And let's just say I didn't go hunt elephants to, so that I could get the tusks right. to make my own uh, mustache comb. <sighs> no, let's say that didn't happen, because it didn't. Okay. Let's say it didn't. Okay. But if I was in a court of law... All right. Uh, let's get off this topic. Okay. Um, you know, w- one time I had a pair of jeans stolen from me, and uh, they weren't oh. Calvin's. They were Lee jeans. Oh. Also a good brand. Yeah. Levi's, Lee, the Wrangler, those were the originals. Yeah, I had an incident with a Rottweiler. Um, tried to steal oh, my no. Lee jeans from me. Were they on you? They were on my person, yes. Where, oh. where, where, where was this? This was uh, at the Pasadena Rose Bowl swap meet. Oh, no. Oh, in, I love that the, swap meet. In the Rottweiler section. Oh, did he, uh, he or she, does it matter? Yeah, but... I don't know. It was a he. There was a big old set of oh. balls on that one. Yep. Oh. He was supercharged That's with that, testosterone. Sensing masculine. Yep. And we had a showdown. I, you know what? I started the fight. This is so much about the toxic masculinity we were just discussing. So I went to the Rottweiler section of the Rose Bowl swap meet, and I just said, who wants a piece of me? I just was feeling a bit randy that day. Yeah. Rottweiler is an explosive, vicious animal. Beautiful. Uh, Yes. And you know, while the Rottweiler was pinning me down and ripping my Lee jeans to shreds, I remember thinking... I stopped screaming, and I remember thinking, this is a gorgeous animal. The power, the beauty, the majesty. And it all went slow for a second. Yeah, it all went slow. Mm-hmm. It's that fight or flight, and exactly. everything just slows and the, Everything down. slowed down. Brooke, let me ask you this. Let me, let me, I'm going to radically change subjects here, or, or maybe not so, because you probably wore your, your Calvin Kleins to this place. Do you have any great memories of Studio 54? I have the best memories from Studio 54. Um, I first went there with Steve Rubell and Calvin Klein, actually. Oh, Steve um, Rubell. That guy didn't like me. Yeah. No. He never let me in. No. Was he manning the door? Yeah, he was manning the door. He said, Ron Burgundy, I don't like you. I will never let you in my nightclub. And you know, Oh, he's probably just jealous. Obviously, that never happened to you. No, and I never got subjected to the picking process. Oh, right. Um, yeah. And I also always went really early. My mom would let Smart. me go, but we would have to, I'd have to go home because I had school the next so day. So it was an, like an early bird special. <laughs> yeah. But I really, all I wanted to do was dance. Would you no, get I there, what, I'm, 5 p.m.? No, they didn't open the doors until later. So it was like 8. Like if there was an event, I could get there okay. right on time and then dance a few hours. I would just go directly to the dance floor. And then I'd go home. I mean, I, and the interesting thing was I was never offered any drugs. I was, I, it was almost as if they were all on protection duty or something for me. Like I was like the mascot. I was sort of off. Well, that's limits. nice. They were looking out for you. They were. I yeah. mean, it was, it was the late seventies, early eighties and it was oh, I know. crazy, but I felt I was protected and you know, it's interesting. There's a room that they call the, it's on the fourth floor. The dragon's lair? And 
Yeah, I think it was. It was some druggy room or some layer of some kind. And I never, obviously, never went past the dance floor. Right. And then when I did Cabaret on Broadway, we did it at Studio 54, and my dressing room was, was that actual room on the fourth in floor. In that room. And it was yep. haunted. <laughs> Spooky. Yeah. Was it haunted? Yes. No. No. And it wasn't haunted, but it was, it actually had a, a good energy to it. <laughs> You hung out, Ron. You had a club in New yeah. York, though, that you frequented. Well, I would go to the, uh, you know, I, like I said, I couldn't get into Studio 54, so I, I went to a place called Studio 52, and um, oh. it was a couple blocks down, and, you know, it wasn't the same crowd. I mean, I, I hung out with, like, Ed Koch and a couple, uh. of, the, couple of the guys from Sha Na Na. Oh. You know, it was all right. Um, you didn't have to get there early, because it was never full. No. He liked dancing. Ed Ed could Ed, really cut a rug. He loved it. But I got to be honest, my pride was hurt that I never got in. And, and this happened to me right in front of Grace Jones. Oh, my God. And she laughed at oh. me. But, and I, I've never no. told this story, but I got back at the Studio 54 people. I called some buddies in the IRS, and I just made up a bunch of wild stories. And I told them, you know what? Go, they've got cash hidden in the ceiling and a safe you know, filled with like 300 quaaludes in it. And I just, you know, I made up a bunch of crazy so lies. So you were the, and I, yeah, I was were the angry. reason for the demise? Well, and then it turned out to actually be true. So. God, how did you even know? I don't know. I don't, it was just a wild swing and I happened to be, I happened to be. So, you know, right. And I don't know. I have mixed emotions about that. No, I, I probably shouldn't have told that story. But well, no, late. I won't. I mean, it's what's done is done. But it also, you know, you sort of go like, oh, my God, that was an institution and you brought it down. I brought it down. Movie. I did. Yep. Which, you know, it was the right thing. I mean, well, we were. You know, it was going to run its course eventually, but yeah. I brought it down prematurely. Probably could have had another 30 years. But maybe that was good. Maybe it like it's like, you know, when these people die really early they get to stay well thank young you Brooke, forever. because i've had some sleepless <laughs> nights over my behavior but now you you're easing my conscience yeah i never am not good with regret yeah i don't have time for regret i'm no. just like uh mary j blige no drama yeah yeah right yes yeah, that's what you always say yeah so you're at the height of your celebrity you're on magazine covers you're starring in movies and and then you went to college why because I had always wanted to go, and, and I had, and it was a all, good, it was a good school too, Princeton. That's like a really yes. hard school. It's a very hard school. So, I you do all that work, you're already rich and famous, which you know, which I think we all know fulfills absolutely everything in a person's life. What what was missing for Brooke Shields that you would make such a crazy decision to attend college with normal, boring people? I, I just can't imagine it. Um, I think I had the the vision and the sort of foresight to know. Now, maybe because I had been working for so many decades by that point. And you were <laughs> well, burnt. You're burnt out. You know, too. Yeah. There's a sense of, it wasn't something I was striving for. It was something I had done all my life. So it was not as much I just assumed I would always continue it but I also knew the way the industry breaks you down the way it tries to attack you for everything Ugh. and now I mean I don't even think I could handle it if now with social media but the idea of attaining something that could not be taken away from you 
and was arguably threatening to people <laughs> was really exciting to me. And four years of just being in one environment and this beautiful setting. I mean, I had it. There was a dream quality to it for me. You know, I wanted, I wanted to go to a old Ivy League college that sure. had Ivy on the walls and you know football games. And so there was definitely deep in an, the heart of Texas, right? Ivy League are mostly in the Southwest. Is that correct? Oh no, actually, um, East Coast. East this Coast. This was oh. East. Yeah, this was in um, Princeton's in Baltimore. Uh, Jersey, New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, New Jersey. I noticed though my first um, press conference after I'd been at school for a semester. Right. They didn't like me having more articulate answers. <laughs> oh, very threatened. Mm -hmm. They well. were threatened. They sort of wanted little Brooke again. Sure. And they wanted to catch me in things, and it was it was fun to sort of play around with mm -hmm. them in a way. So a very empowering time for you. Mm -hmm. A sanctuary. It of was, sorts. and it was yes. fun. Yes. Do you ever want to say, and this is a serious question, when someone's bugging you? Well, my questions have been serious. I know, but oh, okay. I'm, yeah, of course. Okay. I just, um, no, but just when you phrase it like that, it makes like I'm, I'm. I stayed up all night to do this research. Anyway, go ahead, Carolina. Okay. 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 Do yeah. you ever want to say to someone when they're being, they're undermining you, or just, do you ever want to just say? You, I went to Princeton. Um, you, you I, I didn't go to an Ivy League school, but I would say that if I were she you. went to a real hole, Sarah Lawrence. So, <laughs> Sarah Lawrence is not a hole. oh, okay. Well, I, I'm not hearing good things lately. No, it's a very, very good school. Sorry, I, I interrupted. Go my... ahead, Brooke. Go ahead. Um, no, you know what's even better is just thinking that mm -hmm. and then not reducing yourself to. To their level. Yes. But. You're so much more emotionally mature than I am, because I would just, I would hammer people with that mm -hmm. as soon as I walked Likewise. through the door. Overtly, I won't ever throw it in someone's face, because I think by doing that, you've weakened your position, because uh, you've gotten petty. But you could always wear a jacket, and then if they're being rude, unzip it, and you have a Princeton shirt underneath. Yes. Or just Right, have... or like scratch your... Scratch the side of your face, but have your glass ring showing. Mm. Uh -huh. Do that a lot. Or have, yeah. the, have the fight song queued up on your cellular device, ready to play at any time. <laughs> and say, oh, sorry, that's yeah. just my school that's song. That's just the theme song. Ugh, sorry. I'm turning my phone off. My bad. Wow, I wish I'd gone to college. You didn't, you didn't go to college? Well, you I went to like, uh, you've taken some online courses. I took some online, Phoenix University, yes. Before they were located in Phoenix. Oh, okay. So can we talk about the Brooke Shields Timeless Collection for a moment? You're doing that with, with QVC. And, and yes. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, maybe you could introduce me to some of the folks mm. at QVC because I'd, I'd like to launch my own fashion line, but they, they're not returning my calls. Ron has been doing some sketches on yep. some scrap paper. Oh, it's a okay. lot of just uh, pants and, and pants. It's, it's, and a, shirts. it's actually a line of, of formal wear for infants. Um, a lot of tuxes oh. and ball gowns. Oh. There's some very rudimentary you, sketches. I mean, it makes not... the Met Ball look like an episode of Hee Haw, you know? So. Wow. You know what's good about that is that, especially if the kids can't walk, 
you don't have to worry about shoes. And that sometimes can make or break an entire outfit. Thank you, Brooke. Yeah. Thank you. I can introduce you to, to some of the creative team. They are a... Give me names right now. Can you give me names and, and phone numbers right now? Uh, it, they're in Philly. I'll, um, I'll put you in touch with the right people. I think that it's a really amazing team of people. So why won't they get back to me? You've just been well, mailing them in with, I mean, maybe we should just start getting on the internet more. You know what? I'm, gosh, maybe and I should see just what that... try to sell a deep fryer or a panini oven or something like that. Because maybe the fashion game is not, is not in me. It's only baby clothes or it's a deep fryer? Baby clothes or bust. Okay. Well, you did say ball gowns, but. Yeah. Baby ball gowns? Baby ball gowns. Baby They're ball gowns. Maybe pet wear. Made. What about pet wear? Pet wear. Okay. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Hold on here. Let me write this down. Pet wear. I could see that, Ron Burgundy pet wear. It has a nice well, ring to if it. If you can I... get me in with the QVC folks, that would just... And I, I won't expect anything other than just a conversation. So, Brooke, that okay. would be hugely helpful. Absolutely. And I think if you started with pets, okay. there's such a... It doesn't matter, masculine, feminine. You know, it's there's such a big, big audience. Well, of course. For... I, my, my best friend is my dog, Baxter. So mm-hmm. I know everything Backs, about yeah. that. Yes. Brooke, l- let me, you've been such a mental health advocate over the years. And I know at times it's, it's been very difficult, both personally and publicly. And I just want to take a moment to commend you for your bravery with that. But I'd also like to ask you if you have a number of a therapist. Um, it's not for me. It's for Carolina. Oh, my God. Um, Ron. Uh, Ron. I, no. no yeah, that's a very personal. Well, I'm trying to help you, I mean, Carolina. I really think you should see someone. It's. It's just sometimes it's like you're trying to undermine me or sabotage the work I'm doing on the show. And I think, I think you should talk to a professional, the, the professional recommended by Brooke Shields. Ron, how am I trying to sabotage you? That seems so weird and paranoid. Maybe you should see a therapist. Well, that's pertinent. ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Or maybe, or what about like a marriage counselor, but for people that have to work so closely to each other, you know, maybe you both. That would be amazing. Get some stuff stuff off your chest about the other person, but in a safe Maybe we go and I'll stay for the first five minutes, check it out, and then I'll come back for the last five. I see what you're I doing. I can come in. I mean, I can mediate, but... Brooke, you would mediate a counseling session between us? That would be amazing. I would. Wow. I absolutely... I did. I told you I had a... Well, it's a minor in psych, but... You know what? You know, Why I, don't... When we're in Philly together... We'll just time it there. They have these you're... quiet rooms. Oh, perfect. They have perfect. these quiet rooms at QVC because you usually have to sometimes stay there all night because it runs, QVC runs 24-7. <laughs> um, but they have these quiet rooms, almost like nap rooms in a hospital or something, and we could probably use one of those rooms. Mm, perfect. I think that would work great. But once again, just as long as we know the expectation level uh, of me mm-hmm. coming in. For the first five minutes. If I like it, I'll stay. Maybe we okay. just both commit to staying. Well, if I get on QVC, I'll totally commit. Yeah. Well, you've, you've truly done it all, Brooke. Um, <laughs> I mean, Brooke Shields, much like Ron Burgundy, is a household name. You've met every celebrity there is to meet. Is there anyone you, you would still like to meet? Like, um, let, let me guess. Would you like to meet the guys from that band who sing the song Take Me to Church? 
I would love that. I play that all the time. Take me to church. I'll mm. worship you like a dog at the shrine of your lies. You know, that um, those guys? Yeah, that one. Yes. Uh-huh. I'd love to meet that guy. I get uh, giddy when I meet famous people. <laughs> oh, I, I, I my life is dedicated in the pursuit of meeting famous people. Ron actually recently has been just going to LAX airport. And to... just hanging out. Oh. I follow the TMZ guys. And just stay on their shoulder. That's so smart. And I'm just like, who do we got coming in today? Yeah, I like meeting famous people. I mean, I think it's just, I still get starstruck. I mean, I was like that since I was a little kid. The most starstruck I ever got was when I met Nick Nolte. That was your most oh. starstruck? I was weak in the knees. Interesting. Wow. And I just, that I didn't know what to say. I couldn't even say anything. Were you I just, scared of him? Were you? I just gave him a bear hug. Gave him a bear hug. And what'd he do? And I just whispered into his been. ear, I'm so proud of you. That's so oh, wow. unsettling. Hmm. Are you mistaken for anybody ever? Uh, there have been a couple periods of time where I haven't had a mustache. Very rare. Mm. And I've been mistaken for Rachel Maddow. Um, uh, oh, so oh. but other than that, nope. That's good old RB in the house. Wow, you're so iconically, you know, recognizable. That and that's, that's what we share. That's our common bond, Brooke. Mm-hmm. The reference is often like they'll say, "Well, you know, Brooke Shields, Ron Burgundy. They're both like one word, kind of in the same sentence." Yes. Yeah. It's nice to not be alone. Actually, I mean, it's. For a while, that was really isolating to me growing up. Mm-hmm. But finding someone that's akin to and understanding what it's like is, is comforting. Brooke Shields, we cannot thank you enough for visiting us today on the podcast. It has been an absolute treat. Amazing. Thank you for spending the time with us. Thank you for all your insight and views on mm-hmm. life and your career. And it's been truly fascinating. Thank you very much. Well, I will get those numbers to you as soon as I can. That would be and, great. And yeah. and for our listeners, if you haven't seen it, check out the episode of Super Fun Night featuring Brooke Shields. She's done so much in her career, uh, but she was a guest star on that show, and she was she was terrific. And yes, yeah. if you could get me the the therapist referral for Carolina, that would be great. You know what? I'll take it. Okay, I'll I'll get a couple. Thank you, Brooke. Thank you. We really appreciate it, and we'll be right back with more on the Ron Burgundy Podcast, right after this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back to the Ron Burgundy Podcast. This is Ron Burgundy along with Carolina. Here are my final thoughts. Today we talk to Canada's Brooke Shields, a class act through and through. And the one thing that was remarkable to me is her humility and grace something I wish I had more of. If we could bottle that class and grace and dignity and give 97% to our world leaders and the other 3% to Carolina, Mm. I guarantee we would solve the world's problems. So to the Donald Trumps and the Kim Jong-ins and the Alexander Putins out there, if you happen to be listening, try to handle yourself like Brooke Shields, and you might just might, save the world. This is Ron Burgundy. Until next time, don't use public restrooms. The Ron Burgundy Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Funnier Die. I'm Ron Burgundy, the host, writer, and executive producer. Carolina Barlow is my co-host, writer, and producer. Our producers are Jack O'Brien, Nick Stumpf, Miles Gray, and Whitney Hodak. Our executive producer is Mike Farah. Our consulting producer is Andrew Steele. Our coordinating producer is Colin McDougall. Our associate producers are Anna Hosnier and Sophie Lichterman. Our writer is Jake Fogelnitz. Our production coordinator is Hannah Jacobson. This episode was engineered, mixed, and edited by Nick Stumpf. Until next time, this is Ron Bergen.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.